Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Tuesday night. I'm your host, Buck Rising, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. You know the name, the brand that you trust. For nearly five decades in the industry, Two Rivers Ford here in Middle Tennessee, lifting the community up and providing you with exceptional customer service at Two Rivers Ford. Of course, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use that promo code A to Z Sports. You're missing out. You're losing money if you're not using the promo code A to Z Sports. Do so in the DraftKings Sportsbook app and start collecting today. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress, courtesy of the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. Trust the team that will take care of you because only the Ashton team knows how at GaryAshton.com. And, of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, that's Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. That's Brymac Mechanical. Okay, so there was a lot of transaction news that came down today. Of course, the franchise tag deadline was hugely important at 3 o'clock. I reported that the Titans would not be using their franchise tag at about 245. You know, I'm a little bitter about not getting credit from the big national dogs, but that's okay. We will not be bitter. I'll do my bitching a little bit here, and then we'll move on. We'll let go and let God. That's that's the only thing I can do at this point. And now we'll talk with you about everything else, because the Malcolm Butler cut was a big part of this. And as I mentioned, I reached out to Malcolm earlier this evening, you know, just saying, really enjoyed covering you. Uh, during your time in Tennessee, he was very uh, he was very appreciative of that message, and I know that he will do well in his next stop. But as a but as it relates to Malcolm Butler, the Titans arguably just cut their best defender. I want to know your two rivers four take here on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show. What does the Titans cutting Malcolm Butler mean on Facebook Live, Periscope? YouTube, and Twitch TV. We invite your participation here as always. What does the cutting of Malcolm Butler mean by the Tennessee Titans? You guys weigh in on Facebook Live and on Periscope. You guys weigh in on YouTube and Twitch TV. We will take your comments over the course of this evening. You will hear from Malcolm Butler coming up momentarily. But first, a quick reminder about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. I was out there test driving the new 2021 Ford Bronco Sport yesterday, the Big Bend Edition, as a matter of fact. The Big Bend Edition, it has something called goat mode. Goes over ever goes over all types of terrain. That's what goat mode stands for. I had to think about it in my head. But that's because the Two Rivers Ford 2021 Ford Bronco is one of the baddest vehicles out there. It's sleek, it's sexy, it's well-designed, it's hugely efficient for all kinds of terrains, goes over all kinds, all types of terrain, goat mode in the 2021 Ford Bronco, go out to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, test drive one yourself, or do the entire car purchasing process online at tworiversford.com. Buck, give it to us, says Scott Jackson. It's good to see you, Scott, here on Facebook Live. Uh, let's see, draft, uh, draft or buy cheap on a cornerback from somebody on Periscope, forgive me, the comments are rolling in fast and uh, it, quick, fast, and in a hurry, I believe, 
is the statement. I uh, can't tag anyone now. Deadline is passes, Jeff Roberts. I know. I just told you that. I reported that earlier. Pay attention, Jeff. Keep up with me. Jeff, I am talking on all manner of platforms. And if I can keep all of that straight, I need you to keep that one thing straight. Come on. Keep up with me, baby. That's all I ask you here on the primetime show. Best defender on last year's defense is not saying much as Jordan E23. Uh, e and that's a valid point, right? Like Malcolm had a really good year. He graded out uh, whatever you, whatever you, uh, however you want to, however much credence you want to give pro football focus, right? Because I have my issues with how they do their in-game grading. You know, they pride themselves on grading every snap of every player in every game ever played, basically. And so there are some flaws to their metrics. Nobody is denying that, but they do overall have a a well a well put together formula that allows them to basically rank these players. So Malcolm Butler over the last three years graded out as the 27th 27th best corner in football, uh, just around a 74 um, average over the three years that he spent here in Tennessee since 2018 when he arrived in free agency. Now, Malcolm Butler was also on a deep. He was the best corner, the best defender on a defense that was historically bad on third downs, right? Over 51% allowed as it relates to third down conversions, historically awful on defense. And the defense ultimately didn't cost them the playoff game. And again, remember, Malcolm Butler did have a good season, but it's kind of like a basketball team where you have like a guy like Carl, Carl Anthony Towns and Malcolm Butler. Listen, it's not all Malcolm Butler's fault. There are a lot of things around Malcolm Butler that failed him. And I think he's a product of this. And also, you know, they're saving 10 million, $10.2 million dollars on the cap. It's unfortunate for Malcolm. It's happening cr- across the league. There are a great many reasons why Malcolm Butler got bounced. But today, the Titans made the decision to release Malcolm Butler. And so now he finds himself out on the open market. So entitled you are for no credit. You act like you've got a blue check mark or something, says Ryan Pick. I know, Ryan. One of these damn days, I'm going to get that godforsaken check mark. And then we will be naked in the streets, of course, safely and socially distanced, of course, six to 10 feet, but naked in the streets and celebrating. We all will <laughs> whenever it is that I get my blue check. I Drinks on me the moment it happens, but I'm going to get that, that son of a bitch one of these days. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about not being verified. I need I need a website to tell me that I'm the official Buck Rising. It, it's just, it's something that very, very selfish, very personal. But anyway, we're here to talk about Malcolm Butler. What, uh, what, how would you, what does it mean that Malcolm Butler was released today by the Tennessee Titans? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, and Twitch TV. Foodale says uh, they need cap room. That's all. It means no Super Bowl window. They are rebuilding, says Kendrick. Well, Kendrick, I strongly disagree with that. Honestly, they're just playing the game that everybody else is playing um, this offseason. It's not, it's, I, I understand why you feel that way, but I, I'll elaborate more on what it means because I did some reporting on this today. I talked to a few people uh, in the Titans organization and I got a better understanding of exactly what this means. By the way, I do not expect Desmond King to be back. So for those of you who have asked me on the A to Z Sports Instagram questions on the 1045 The Zone radio show, when you call in, Desmond King is not being any more prioritized than he previously was just because Malcolm Butler is gone. I do not expect that money that they have just recouped to be spent on Desmond King. I very much expect him to walk in free agency. And that is in the report that I put out at AtoZSportsNashville.com earlier today because I'm not doing enough. I'm writing, I'm podcasting, I'm doing the, the, the radio show, I'm streaming. I'm doing all of these things for you, for you, the good people. But now we need your comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, and YouTube 
TV or YouTube and Twitch TV. John Doucette says we're going heavy pass rush. Daniel Lee Lewis chimes in on Facebook. This offseason, more than any other offseason, will tell us who wants to win and who wants to be paid. People who want to win will sign shorter contracts to get paid later. I do think there's a I do think there's a balance that we will see bear out. And I do think that there will be, you know, you will see. I don't necessarily think it's an end-all be-all. Like, I don't think it's an ultimatum on who wants to win and who wants to get paid. Like, I think both things could be so, right? They're more than entitled as players to want to win a Super Bowl and also want to get their paychecks. Like, that's okay. I don't fault them for that. But who is willing to take less money in a year where there will be opportunities to get paid again if you take a short-term deal to go with a team who wants to win a Super Bowl, who is trying to maximize their Super Bowl window. See Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to a team that's already well-built around him. Tom is in the rare situation where he was the actual one player away from that team winning a Super Bowl. They just needed a quarterback that wasn't going to throw 30-plus interceptions to get them over the top. Greg Rousseau says he doesn't like it. Karen O'Keefe says they're losing a a leader in the secondary. Without question, Malcolm Butler is is the heart and soul uh, of a lot of that Titans team. I mean, Mike Vrabel loves him, calls him the street rat. The, the fight that he shows on every play, you see it on the field. He's got attitude. He's got moxie. He's got swagger. Malcolm Butler is a very, very self-confident player, and he's earned it, right? He should have been a Super Bowl MVP uh, in that game that he basically won for Tom Brady that Tom ended up winning the MVP against the Seattle Seahawks in their repeat Super Bowl trip. But, of course, Tom Brady is the superstar and uh, and did receive the MVP and the truck. Is Vaccaro next then, says Griffin Falk? I, that the Vaccaro thing makes a lot of sense right now that has not been decided. But I imagine we will find out more about that tomorrow and throughout the course of this week because free agency, remember, the legal tampering period will officially begin on March the 15th, the new league year. And free agency will officially begin on March the 17th. So stay tuned for all of that. Kerry Quickenbush says they're really going to miss him. Uh, I, Buck, we want Janu news, says Andrew Riddell. Well, we'll talk about Janu here in a second. What is, uh, what is the situation? What does it mean that the Tennessee Titans are releasing, did release, Malcolm Butler? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, and YouTube, and Twitch TV. Uh, and you will hear from Malcolm Butler here in just a second from the last time we talked to him back in December. Um, and I, uh, and I, uh, and I will tell you what I know about the situation and what it does mean for the Tennessee Titans moving forward. I will do that here in a second, right after I remind you about the fine folks at the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage, Gary the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, Malcolm Butler. I don't know if he bought or rented a home, but if he bought, you know that he bought with a Gary Ashton team because Gary is the official real estate agent of the Titans, the official real estate agent of the Preds, the official real estate agent of A to Z Sports Prime Time. Gary's got it all because Gary and his team are committed to Middle Tennessee, committed to making things happen for Middle Tennesseans. They're here, they're local, they're a part of the community, they're part of your favorite sports teams at GaryAshton.com. So last time we spoke with Malcolm Butler, it's been a while, uh, but we talked we talked to Malcolm Butler back in December about his role with the Titans and and how he and how at that point he saw the season going from a defensive standpoint. Here was Malcolm Butler in his last media Zoom availability with the Titans media. Um, you know, it's all about starting fast and finishing strong. You know, that's the motto around here, and you know that's 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 what we got to do. You know, what I mean, ten games is not enough. Nine games is not enough in this league. 
especially it's so competitive. So you just got to keep grinding and just keep working hard and believing in believing in the team. Keep grinding, keep working hard, keep believing in the team. Malcolm Butler did all of those things, and now he finds himself out on the street. It's a tough situation to be in. Again, he he really did embody a lot of the Titans, what little there was to, to, to believe in. Malcolm Butler provided them a great deal of energy on the field. Jeffrey Simmons was a big part of this as well. But Malcolm Butler, now at 31 years old, last season he played at age 30, really did mean a lot to this football team, much like Logan Ryan. But at some point, you do need to move on from these players. And while I like Malcolm Butler personally, I enjoyed watching Malcolm Butler uh, you know, come back from a, a terrible wrist injury that he suffered in, what was that, the 2019 season, and, uh, and try and, and do well in helping his team try and get back to an AFC championship game, ultimately the goal of a Super Bowl. But yes, they did not make it back to the AFC championship game. I understand that. And they did the AFC championship run without Malcolm Butler because, as I mentioned, he did have that wrist injury, the gruesome wrist injury that he suffered against the Carolina Panthers. But Malcolm Butler was a very, very enjoyable player to watch play. And I like Malcolm Butler, as I mentioned, very much personally. I very much enjoyed having Malcolm Butler on the 615 Sessions podcast. I very much, you know, what, however big a, big a stink I made of it on social media, like the IR jokes were funny to me as well. And Malcolm was in on the joke, which I always appreciate. Because not all of these guys are. So you like the dudes with a little bit of sense of humor. <clears throat> but what I would say to you is that um, at $14.2 million, it was it was just not, it was not feasible for the Tennessee Titans. And again, as I mentioned, do not expect Desmond King back just because Malcolm Butler walked. That is not a one-to-one -one transaction. They're looking to spend the money elsewhere. What this means is that in free agency, they're devoted to finding a pass rush, to buying a pass rush. What it means is that in the draft, 22 overall cornerback is very much on the table. Now you will have a Dory on the outside. Now you will likely have Christian Fulton on the outside. You will need to replace some of the pieces that you lost, including inevitably Desmond King and now Malcolm Butler based on the news today. What does it mean for the Titans moving forward that, uh, that Malcolm Butler is no longer on the roster? Uh, Christian Fulton time now says Jerry Jones. Yeah, provided he could be healthy. I thought he played a lot better once he came back from the injury and, and injuries are not his fault, right? Like I'm not, I'm not down on the Titans on the Titans 2020 draft class. I mean, now that Isaiah Wilson's gone, uh, I'm not down on Darrington Evans and Christian Fulton because they dealt with injuries. Like that's, that's not their fault. It's normal for rookies. Their bodies have to acclimate to the speed and the violence of the NFL game. Not that, you know, guys like uh, Christian Fulton playing in, in the SEC weren't accustomed to you know, high speed and 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 just, you know, quite a degree of violence uh, given the level of competition that's there. I don't know. I can't speak for Appalachian State and Darrington Evans, understanding that that's a much lesser league than the SEC. But, like, I'm not mad at them that they got hurt last year. I do expect them to perform better now that they have had time to acclimate, hopefully for their sake. And hopefully for all of our sake, we will have a more normal offseason. Although at this point, everything is still largely virtual. I do think that you will see a lot better from Christian Fulton in year two. Because once he came back from the injury, I thought Christian Fulton was a nice player. I did I did like what I saw from him on the rebound. Sean, Giz, Sean Gill says, my only argument is Butler was our best corner. Are we going to be able to upgrade or break even with him for the $10 million Difference in dead cap. Uh, well, it's not. It's not a ten million dollar. Um, it's not a ten million dollar dead cap hit. It's a four million dollar dead cap hit. Remember that you save ten million dollars against the salary cap 
He costs you four by cutting him. Um, so what I would say to you is that all things get better with the pass rush. If the pass rush doesn't get fixed, then the, the secondary will suffer. If the pass rush does get fixed, then you will see better play out of the secondary because they won't have to cover as long. Like Malcolm Butler is in a is in a non-winning position, but he played with a bad pass rush last year, and also his cap hit this year was astronomical. Coming into the season, astronomical. It was just not sustainable for them to get by. Uh, Lorenzo, uh, let's see. Titans for Life says, we never had a first-round pick la- last year. Let's leave it at that. Uh, yes, I, I do. And he's talking to Lorenzo, for, so forgive me. Uh, I'm, uh, I am, uh, I'm trying to make sure I'm trying to find that with the comments that you guys are talking to me and talking amongst yourself, which is fine. I appreciate what you guys talk amongst yourselves, but it does often confuse me here on the A to Z sports primetime show. Cause I can only see the comments being made. What do you think the situation is means for Malcolm Butler and the Titans moving forward without Malcolm Butler on the roster? Nickel corner will be wide open, says Steph Dobbs. Again, you're in the market for a new one, Steph. This is how it works. You, you, you let good players walk. Um, you let players who are making too much money walk at times when it is financially comfortable for you to do so. This was a, this, It's not that it was a no-brainer, because as I said, Malcolm Butler means a great deal to the Tennessee Titans, to that roster, to the coaching staff. I think John Robinson loves Malcolm Butler. In fact, I know he does because he was a big part of the New England Patriots contingent that found Malcolm Butler as an undrafted rookie free agent out of South, was it South Alabama or Southern Alabama? I believe it was South Alabama, but I can't remember off the top of my head. The NFL is a business. We showed our loyalty to a lot of players, Byard, Luan, Henry, and Tanny, all got the bag. I mean, Malcolm Butler was paid well while he was here, right? Like, it's not not like the Tennessee Titans did Malcolm Butler wrong um, financially. Like, he was paid very well to come here and improve the secondary. And now the secondary is improved. And now the Titans need to address the pass rush, right? The secondary was terrible when I first got here five years ago. Before Logan Ryan, before Kevin Byard, before Kenny Vaccaro, before uh, Adore Jackson. Like they were West, is it West Alabama or South Alabama? I see I, West Alabama sounds right. Alan Andrew 7 on Facebook Live, or wait, that's on Periscope. Uh, West Alabama, thank you. For, forgive me, I got my uh, Alabama directional schools mixed up. <laughs> Cutting Butler was needed. He's not as good as he once was, not worth 12 minutes. I mean, he was great last year. That's the best year as a Titan, Cody. I don't know what the hell you're talking about there. I would not slander uh, I would not slander Malcolm Butler that way when he just gave you the best season of his Titans career. So I think you are flat out wrong or you're not paying attention to what Malcolm Butler did last year. Bip Money wants to know what time at 6th and Peabody tomorrow. Yeah, the radio show. I'll be live at 6th and Peabody tomorrow for the first. Uh, so for those of you who don't know what 6th and Peabody is, it's Yeehaw Brewery. Um, they're in downtown Nashville, right by the Music City uh, Convention Center, right by Bridgestone Arena. The radio show, myself, Will Compton of Bustin' with the Boys, we will be live at 6th and Peabody uh, from 10 to 1. I will be on the air from 10 to 1. We will have Bob Kessling, the voice of the Tennessee Volunteers. We will have Will Compton. We will talk about all of these things. I will give you more information in depth on 104.5 The Zone from 10 to 1, live at 6th and Peabody tomorrow, and then on Thursday, live at Bridgestone Arena from the SEC tournament. They're sending me out on the road. It's exciting stuff. Not that I, you know, like I said, not that I don't got enough to do around here. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Let's move on and let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the, oh, by the way, I would love to see you guys at Sixth and Peabody. It's safe. It's socially distanced. You know, we all, uh, I'm not while I'm doing the radio show, I won't have a mask on, but if you want to come say hi and take a picture, uh, with Will or, you know, more more of you, I'm sure, would, would, would want a picture with Will than with myself. But some of you have always been kind 
uh, to ask me for pictures at uh, when I see a Titans games, and I'm always happy to do that. Or just talk if you just want to talk shop. Uh, you don't have to take a picture with me if you don't want to. We can just talk. That's okay. That's what I do. That's literally what I'm paid to do. I just talk. <laughs> so hope to see some of you out at Sixth and Peabody tomorrow between ten and one. Cold beer. There will be lots of cold beer. They also have moonshine. Um, and you know, maybe tend to one a little early in the day on a Wednesday for moonshine, but if you got nothing to do, who knows? Uh, yes. John who knew says Andrew Riddell can't let the Seahawks have him. I'll be sick. Well, I know for a fact that John who Smith is not going to return to the Tennessee Titans. And I will explain to you the information that I found out about this franchise tag today about John who specifically, um, and why he will not be making a return late, but Buck told us a week ago Malcolm was gone. Says Billy Gunn. I mean, I tried. I told you yesterday on the radio show. I told you last week on the primetime show. I'm pretty sure at some point I said it on the podcast. I'm sure I said it on Twitter because I say all manner of things on Twitter. But that's okay. Here on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show, the question that you guys have, or the question that I have for you, rather, is how we should say it. Why didn't the Titans use their franchise or their transition tag? Let me know what your best guess is. I will give you the information that I have momentarily. Let me know what the situation is. Why didn't the Titans use their franchise or transition tag here on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV? That is the question that we are asking you. We welcome your participation. While you guys participate, before I tell you what's going on, you'll hear from John Robinson momentarily, and then I'll fill you in on some information that I have regarding this subject matter, I will tell you about the fine folks at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, that's Brymac.com. Brymac Mechanical are the people that you trust for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They are the ones who will get it done. They are the ones who service a wide variety or a wide range of Middle Tennessee and Kentucky as well because they've got three locations. They can take care of you commercially. They can take care of you residentially. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's Brymac.com. So I was very bitter on Twitter today uh, because the franchise tag deadline came and went, and I uh, reported first uh, first out of anybody. And listen, not here's what I'll say because I do get bothered by this sometimes. It's I may, I'm going to make an excuse and one that I hope you guys will understand because it does get frustrating. I'm a, uh, I'm a small fish. You know, I'm getting a little bigger. We, you guys have helped make, give me a, a bigger and better platform. Uh, I uh, Many bigger and better platforms. We've made the primetime show a big platform. We have made 104.5 The Zone. A lot. We have, we have basically forced their hand to give me a bigger platform. You guys have made the 615 Sessions an incredible podcast. You guys have allowed me to become, uh, you know, a a better Titans reporter because of your support, and I appreciate that. But, you know, when I report news, I get frustrated when the news isn't paid attention to because, you know, Adam Schefter doesn't follow me. Now, I have a lot of friends in the national media who do follow me, and they do show their support. Diana Rossini uh, uh, gave credence to my report today that the t- about 15 minutes before the tag deadline before, you know, I saw Paul got out there. Before Glennon got out there, before Terry McCormick got out there, I got out there. And it's not its not that I demand recognition for when I report things because as it, you know, my first and foremost job is a Tennessee Titans reporter. It's hard to beat the national guys, though, with the way that the situation is structured. And it drives me crazy when I do beat them and I can't, I can't get the, uh, I can't get the recognition 
that I think the report deserves. So from that point, that's my only, that's my selfish spiel. Uh, I did get frustrated today when I did not see, uh, when I did not see the appropriate amount of attention I thought paid uh, to my report that the Titans would not be using their franchise tag on any of the 20 unrestricted free agents that they had. But that's neither here nor there. What you guys care about, not is not about the reporting, you guys care about the information, right? So what does it mean? Why didn't the Titans use their tag? Uh, did any pass rushers get protected this year? Makes you stop and ponder. Uh, there were not many that did, right? Bud Dupree was allowed to let walk, uh, was allowed to walk. Uh, Carl Lawson was allowed to walk. Yannick Ngakwe, Hassan Reddick. There were several players who will be available. And again, I report, I, I put it in my report about Malcolm Butler and what the Titans are planning to do in free agency on A to Z Sports Nashville.com. You can see it there. Uh, Andrew Riddell drops uh, an F bomb uh, about my uh, my Janu situation. Uh, or and so so let's start there. Okay, I'll quit bitching about uh, I'll quit bitching about not receiving proper credit. Uh, such as life. It's okay. You know, that's, that's, that's how this business goes. I will get over it. Buck feeling petty says Texas Sports 15. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's tough to beat Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter really, really good at his job. Right. And so when I beat Adam Schefter, I want, you know, <laughs> I want, I want, I just, I, you know, it's tough to beat people on a national scale when you're a, a small fish in a local market. That's all I'm saying. So I I want my roses <laughs> is what I'm saying. So do you have any good news, Buck, says Kendrick? Well, let's start with let's start with the news that I reported first and foremost, which is that the Titans would not be using their tag. Now, the first and foremost reason why the Titans did not use their tag is because the salary cap hasn't been agreed to yet. The NFL has yet to agree on a hard and fast salary cap number for the 2021 season. That's insane. Now, what they should have done is move the franchise tag deadline so that teams would have more time and have a better understanding of where the hell it was that their money is going. You can't expect, I mean, teams did tag players. I understand that happened today in a variety of different places. Did not happen here in Tennessee. I was told that the Titans were not comfortable giving out concrete one year, in the case of Corey Davis, $16 million in change. In the case of John O. Smith, $10 million in change. They did not want to lock themselves into those numbers blindly without understanding what the salary cap would be. It's a problem, right? So start there first and foremost. Here is what John Robinson said the last time we spoke to him via the Titans media Zoom on the salary cap that at that point two weeks ago had not yet been decided. Still remains undecided as we sit here at 848 Tuesday on March the 9th, nearly two weeks after John Robinson spoke to us. But here... For context, to give you some background on why the Titans didn't use their tag, here was John Robinson with us a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I mean that's you know we're kind of we're working working through that, uh, John. Um, you know we, we've got several several different models uh, that, that we've looked at. Um, you know once the salary cap number is actually uh, given to us, you know that number it's it affects the you know, franchise tag numbers. It affects um, a, a lot of things. Uh, so there's several, like I said, models that we've kind of mocked up based on a couple of different numbers. Uh, and we've got some, you know, we've got, we've got a little bit of work to do. You know, we're in, we're in better shape than, than some teams are uh, cap wise, and we're not as good as, as, as others. Um, but, you know, we'll work through it. And at the end of the day, try to uh, do what's best for the team and, and continue to put a winning product on the field. So that was John Robinson two weeks ago, right? Saying we had they had several models that they were working through. It all depends on the salary cap. But they don't know the salary cap number. 
like that, how it's it's impossible for them to assign the cap or, or the uh, the the franchise tag to players not no walking in blindly not understanding what the hell the salary cap numbers were it's just completely and totally unbelievable that they would sit in this situation and at, you know that the NFL would expect them to fly blindly in this regard so that's where it starts first and foremost uh, I don't have a guess but I do have a statement. Buck, you're just a spewing fountain of awful sorrow-inducing news as of late. Ryan, I mean, what, what do you want me to tell you? I'm just giving you the news, baby. I'm giving it to you the best way that I know how. I'm sorry that you don't like it. I'm sorry that it doesn't vibe with what you want. But 32 other fan bases or 31 other fan bases feel this way about their favorite players because I'm sure you guys bought jerseys. I'm sure you guys – I mean, I like watching John o. Smith play. I like Corey, watching Corey Davis play. I think there's still a better chance than any of them that Corey Davis comes back. I know for a fact – well, here's what I'll say. I don't know for a fact yet that Jonu Smith will not be back. I've been given several reasons why Jonu Smith will not be back and why he is less likely than Corey Davis to come back. So I'll expand on that here in just a second. Uh, still time to sign, guys, says Matty Rich. Well, again, it's not going to be Jonu Smith based on the information that I have. The heroes from Harvard, says OG Willick. And yes, restricted free agent. Uh, restricted free agent. Um, Anthony Ferks are probably safe in this situation. Titans Casas. No, we blame you, Buck. I understand. It's okay. You, you guys, I mean, that's why I'm here. You guys can take out your frustrations on me, on the streaming show, on Twitter, on Instagram, on the podcast, on the radio show. I'm literally everywhere for you to shout at. <laughs> and that's okay. I, 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 I love that you guys are willing to shout at me as often as you are. Uh, it does, uh, it keeps me young. Buck Rising, says Jordan Miller. Oh, Jordan getting serious. He uses my last name there. Uh, why couldn't they restructure contracts, Lawan and Byron? Well, I don't think they were. They, uh, it's not out of the question. They could still do that. I mean, hell, they could have restructured Butler if they wanted to. They could have extended Butler and, and brought down the cap, cap number if they so chose. Um, and, you know, Taylor Lawan was tweeting at me the other day that he had not been restructured, though his cap hit does come down. About $5 million from last year to this year. He's going to play for about 13 down from 18 Kevin Byer making $15 million. Uh, it's $15 million because they already restructured Byer and they kicked the can down the road. And so now that's coming due again. Now, there was no way of predicting that there would be a global pandemic the year that Byer's cap hit got bigger, but such is life. You have to live with your mistakes. Um yeah, you just got to live with it, Judd. That's what John said to me uh, on the radio show last Wednesday when we had him on. And you can hear that podcast. All you got to do is look look up Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone. I'm there. I'm talking all over the place. Bro, because John, who was a starter, I don't know if J.J. Duran is arguing with me or somebody else, but uh, if he uses bro, uh, I don't. I assume that he's not talking to me. Uh, you do not get rid of the best corner Says Jordan Marbury, when the rest of your corners are trash, there are two good players in the draft and none in free agency. I think there's more than two players, two good players in the draft. Jordan, I think you're being a bit dramatic. Like that, again, don't get too married to your guys. I I understand why you love Malcolm Butler. Same reason you love Logan Ryan. At some point, you've got to move on from these guys. And I understand why you feel the way that you do, but it's going to get better if you fix the pass rush. Now, everything depends on if you fix the pass rush or not. Uh, but let's let's focus on Janu Smith at this point. Um, so no Janu. Does this mean tight end isn't as important in Danny's scheme? No, I don't think that's important. I don't think that's what that says at all. Because based on this situation, um, here is a text that I received, and I will uh, not disclose 
the source, but I will tell you um, that here is the way that the source put it to me earlier this afternoon. What I was told about John U. Smith is that he has some bad knees. Just put it that put it at that, uh, and that is why that is why John U. Smith is leaving. They are not comfortable with where he is health wise. Now, John U. Smith was not on the injury report with knee issues last year, and I don't have the medicals on John U. to tell you what the knee issues are, what why they're bad knees, whether it's a long term issue, whether it's something that just popped up last season. Um, although he did have, he has had ACL issues before, but no, no reports of surgery so far. I have not been told anything about surgery. All I, all I was told is that they are moving on, or at this point, they believe that they are moving on from John U. Smith because of the uncertainty of his knees. So that is something to keep in mind. So same thing with Jack Conklin and that worked out great. Says drop the album, uh, 99. It's, you know, it's. It's not uh, – also, Jack Conklin cost cost the Browns $20 million last year, right? Like, it's it's not necessarily the same situation. Torn ACL on Henry 99-yard run. And I think the year before that – wait. When did when – did, John Smith had like an MCL or, a, or an ACL issue in the playoff game in New England the first year. Mark, Mike Malarkey's last year when they, when they lost to New England in the uh, – in the – what was that? The divisional round. And then John U – was that Mike Vrabel's first? That wasn't the same season. He had some kind of knee injury. I've, I'm forgetting um, because he did injure his leg on the 99-yard run. And also, I think he had a knee injury against the Patriots in that playoff game. So I think that was 2017. Maybe I'm – maybe I'm – that was Conklin in New England, says Titans for Life. Okay, I'm getting my uh, my knee injuries mixed up. I could have sworn Janu had some kind of issue there as well, additionally with Conklin, but – uh, Producer Reed, if you could fact check me quickly, can you look up the history of John U. Smith's uh, knee injuries and uh, and get with me at your earliest convenience? Have you been uh, told that they are freeing up space to buy a pass rush? Says uh, says KDG Kenny. I have not been told that, but that is the direction that they're heading. Bad knees. Look at Mike Evans. That man came back as the Incredible Hulk. Says one again. It's it's not always the right decision. I'm just telling you what I was told. You can argue with me if you want. I'm not the person saying that. I I don't know what I don't know the situation with John U. Smith's knees. All I know is that that is why I'm being told that they are not interested in pursuing him long term. There are concerns about his knees. Thank you very much. Uh, I think have two years. Well, let's let's not give me think. If you guys are able to confirm again, I'm I'm doing the show. In live time, LOL at the YouTube comments, Buck says Dirk at time. Listen, I've, I've got all, I tell you guys this all the time. On the left, so what is that? It's your, it's my right, your left. On my right-hand side, all of your comments from all four streaming platforms, they're all in one space, and it, I, you know, I lose track. So you guys are saying reckless stuff all on all four of them, which I appreciate. Uh, but at this point, John o. Smith's knees are an issue. Dom, just ask for inside info. I, I just gave you the. Gave you the inside info. That is the inside info. Um, and he may end up playing well with another team, and the knee issues may not be a concern. But, that again, that's why I'm being told Titans are comfortable moving on from Jonu Smith, even though they still have the opportunity to extend him if they so choose. Uh, Buck, where's the best place to buy a Ford, says B-Red. Well, I can tell you the best place to buy a Ford is 2 But I've already told you 
about them tonight, but that doesn't make it any less relevant. John who tore his ACL on the 99 yard run says Dirk of time. I know, but I, I swear there was some kind of issue. Uh, I swear there was some kind of issue in the new England playoff game as well, because I do remember him and uh, him and uh, oh, I'm blanking him and uh, Conklin rehabbing at the same time on the third field that, you know, we're not supposed to report on and, and Mike Rabel yelled at me about. <laughs> uh, need that little check mark, says Sawyer Kimbrough. I know I'm dying to get that godforsaken blue check mark. It's, in, it's infuriating to me, but it's okay. Uh, let's see. OG Will Eichen, before we move on to Gone Viral, because it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a busy show. It's a quick show. I'll have a lot more information for you tomorrow on 104.5 The Zone. Uh, we will do the primetime show again tomorrow night. Got a lot of different places to give you guys good information, so stay tuned for that. Uh, OG Will Aiken says, I believe Davis would take a small discount to re-sign for three years since we took him at five at the number five overall pick. He thinks that $25 million, what say you? So we had an interesting conversation with former NFL agent Joe Corey about this, about good guy clients, because Joe Corey used to represent a, a variety of different NFL players. And he said that it was harder to represent good guys because they just don't have it have it in them sometimes to play hardball. Now that's it's not a shot at Corey Davis. I don't think that makes him a bad person or a, a weak person because he's not willing to play hardball uh, in contract negotiations or done what his agent to do him for him. But I do have some theories on that and why OG Will Aiken might be on the right track. We will spend some time on that probably later in the week because I don't want to give you guys everything. I got I got a lot more shows to do, right? I got a, I got a lot more information, uh, a lot more information uh, that uh, that I have I that I have to give you and that I have a lot more shows with which to disperse said information. So I can't give you everything tonight, but that's okay. Don't touch Vrabel's third field buck LOL says Shawnee Ben. I'm no I know baby. Listen, I'm I'm done with it. Uh, no more third field reporting for me. Spill the beans buck says Taz. Listen, I I I can only Again, I've got many, many days to do this, and I hate to do that to you guys, but that's a tease. That's how the primetime show works. But the primetime show, the thing that we do every Tuesday, is the gone viral video. Now, normally it's a video, and in fact, I uh, I regret that I did not uh, that I did not take a screenshot of the gone viral moment because it is indeed a moment and not a video this week. I will tell you more about the gone viral moment as it relates to Isaiah Wilson and all things Isaiah Wilson that will make you laugh out loud. I will do that in a second right after I remind you about the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. March's, March's biggest tournament is finally here. We do not know who will be cutting down the nets at the end, but we do know that there will be no shortage of Madness. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. All you have to do is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A to Z Sports when you sign up to turn $4 into $250 if the underdog of your choosing Pulls off the upset. That's code A to Z Sports to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Restrictions apply. Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and you want help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. 
1-800-889-9789 at the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code A2Z Sports. Okay, so the gone viral moment of the week. This is something that I'm going to have to screenshot and put up on the screen myself because I did a poor job in pre-show preparation, but this made me laugh out loud and I knew that I could not miss it. So many of you are familiar uh, with the situation with Isaiah Wilson. You know that he was traded, it seems like a million years ago, last night, as a matter of fact, Isaiah Wilson was traded away uh, for a seventh round pick with a seventh round pick in return for a seventh round pick uh, just to get rid of the contract is what the Tennessee Titans were trying to do. So what happened was that Isaiah Wilson has been a little bit disgruntled as of late with all things Tennessee Titans. Now, what happened with the original disgrunt, disgruntlement? Is that the question or is that the uh, the word that I want to use? I'm not sure. But what I will say to you is that Isaiah Wilson uh, found himself in a situation where he was upset with the Tennessee Titans organization. He was upset with the Titans organization for one particular reason. He was upset with the Titans because the Titans did not wish him a happy birthday on social media, among other reasons. It's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons. And so I reported this from multiple sources that Isaiah Wilson was displeased with the fact that he did not receive a happy birthday message from the Titans social media account. So after he got traded, I saw a tweet going around on social media. I saw a tweet that made me laugh out loud because originally I thought it was from the actual Tennessee Titans, uh, the actual Tennessee Titans social media handles. What the tweet said was this, and see if you can spot the fake. Happy belated birthday, Isaiah Wilson, sponsored by Tiff Streets and Two Men and a Truck from the Tennessee Titans, but it's not the official Titans Twitter handle. It's Titans, two S's, one Z on social media, and it made me laugh out loud. A happy belated birthday message, Titans Z on Twitter with the greatest troll of all the trolls that I have ever seen. Wishing Isaiah Wilson a fake happy birthday, the gone viral moment of the week here on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm sure Nate Bain, who runs the Titan social media accounts, got an earful uh, thinking that that was actually him. Turns out it wasn't. It was tremendous. When have you been fooled by a fake Schefter or rap sheet tweet is the question that I should have asked you before sharing uh, with you the tweet. I have been gotten by the fake Schefter before. I've gotten by the fake rap sheet before. I've been gotten by Barry McCockiner. I don't know. I, I assume I can say that on the internet. Um, but it's uh, it was a very, very, uh, it was a very, very exceptionally done troll it was uh, the gone viral moment of the week. Not a gone viral video, but a gone viral moment of the week. Boo-hoo, I'm upset with how he behaved. Do you think he cares any more about me than I him? Says Titans for Life? No, I'm certain not. But, you know, uh, there's, a, there's this, a little bit of entitlement, Titans for Life, that comes with being Isaiah Wilson, it seems. And so he felt that he was entitled to a happy birthday message. And so he got one. Belated, and not from the real Tennessee Titans, but a happy belated birthday, Isaiah Wilson, sponsored by Tiff Streets and The Kicker. Two men in a truck. Tough scene from the fake Titans Twitter account there last night. What I will tell you is that uh, we will never fake things here for you on A to Z Sports Primetime. We'll we will deliver you exceptional content, and we will deliver it to you strong. We will do it Sunday to Thursday night here on A to Z Sports Primetime, uh, and we, we, we will do all of these things 
uh, with great effort, with great energy. You will do it with great support from the people who make this show free for you. Two Rivers Ford, DraftKings Sportsbook, Gary Ashton Remax, and Tennessee Heating and Cooling. We will see you tomorrow. Come out and hang out with me at 6th and Peabody from 10 to 1, 3HL. We'll also be broadcasting live out there as well. We will be hanging out. We will be talking Titans free agency. We will be talking about Malcolm Butler. I'm going to get some sleep in the meantime. I'm not quite tired yet, but some sleep would do me good. And I'm getting a lot more sleep lately because you guys are wearing me down. But that's okay because I love you to death. I'll see you tomorrow on the radio or I'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio. I'll see you tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time. In the meantime, fam, peace and love. But you know damn sure I'm not tired yet. I have no-